Beer, the final frontier. This is the podcast of Assorted Geekery, Retconned. Its mission, to bring you fresh and fascinating things to hear about, to nerd out with the latest news and pop culture projects, and in this episode, to boldly visit Schmaltz Brewing Company to learn about their new Star Trek beer. I'm Rick Marshall, and today's episode of Retconned is all about Star Trek and beer. Actually, it's mostly about beer. Star Trek beer. Ranked as one of the top brewers in the world, Schmaltz Brewing Company in Clifton Park, New York, is no stranger to geek-friendly fare. In recent years, the brewery has helped raise money for comic creators in need with a special beer honoring legendary writer and artist Jack Kirby. And this year, with the 50th anniversary of Star Trek looming large, the brewery has turned its attention to that famous sci-fi series. We spoke to Greg Shanice of Schmaltz Brewing Company to find out more about the beers every trekker or trekkie is chasing this year. How did you end up dealing with Star Trek stuff? Because this also, I know, isn't the first Star Trek beer, but you, you guys have had a, a history with Star Trek. Yeah, so th- this is the second 50th anniversary golden ale that we've produced. It's called Voyage to the Northeast Quadrant. The first two, one was uh, a Vulcan red ale. Uh, we call it the Genesis Effect. And the second one was the first 50th anniversary golden ale, The Trouble with Tribbles. So how this actually started is our partner up in Canada for just distribution actually was a very, I shouldn't say was, is a very big Trekkie and actually started something called the Federation of Beer. And he ended up securing the license from CBS to do the Star Trek beers. One brewery in Canada, one brewery in the United States. He knew of us and what we do with pop culture and uh, how much fun we like to have with our different brews. So we said, you guys would be perfect to do this. And that's really how it happened. It just cultivating a relationship, having that community quality and shtick that people are looking for when they're looking for something Star Trek, something that's not just going to be run of the mill. I mean, it's not just the Romulan ale or stuff like that. It's something a little bit deeper. How we ended up doing it, we tasked our brewers to come up with a recipe that had the feel of Star Trek and some kind of inclusion of it, but could only use five hops, five malts, and it had to be 5% alcohol. So all for the 50th anniversary. So we had two brewers came up with great recipes. Um, The first one with the Trouble with Tribbles, if you remember the episode at all, there's a grain that they are transporting. And it is a hybrid of rye and wheat. Now, I'm not going to try to say the name because I will absolutely annihilate it. But regardless, that grain doesn't exist now. But there is a grain that does exist that is a hybrid. We, <laughs> we embrace our nerdiness and uh, it's, it's part of the fun. I mean, how can you not be a beer geek and work in the craft beer industry. I mean, you got to have a little bit of geekiness in you. So it just, it goes into Star Trek. So we wanted to do something a little bit different, but that's our, that's our way, that's our shtick, is to have a little bit of fun in everything that we do. Not just these Star Trek beers, but everything. I mean, our slingshot American craft lager is named that because it is our shot at the larger lager producers in the country. It's our little David with his slingshot. It's a lot of fun. It's been a great journey to work with Star Trek, and it's going to continue on. We have a couple of ideas going into 2017 for Star Trek, including a Klingon Strong Ale. 
So uh, what, what kinds of things would be in a, a Klingon stronghold? I'm sure you can't reveal all of this right. now, but I feel like there's a very there's a very definite theme that goes around a Klingon stronghold. Yeah, just be prepared to have a beer that's probably going to be a little bit higher of an ABV. It's going to have some strong flavors into it. Something that, you know, it would make Worf a proud person to be able to have a sip of it. Well, tell us a little about the two Golden Anniversary Ales, because yeah. you've done two in one year yes. now uh, that are both for the Star Trek 50th. So they're both Golden Ales, two different recipes. So the one we already uh, went through is a really crisp, citrusy, smooth-drinking Golden Ale. This next one that's coming up, which should be in stores in the very near future, will be It's a little bit hoppier. It's got some of the same characteristics of the first one. They're both golden ale, so they're both of that style. But this one's got a little bit more of that hop kick to it. Really nice and juicy, great mouthfeel. From an employee here, I'm really proud to be able to say, you know, this is something that came from our brewery. It's proud to say this came from here. This came from Clifton Park, New York, and is going across the country and is getting national attention. It's very exciting. So I think people are going to enjoy both beers. Both are that 5%. ABV, so it's very drinkable. It's very sessionable. You know, you can sit back and and have a couple and not feel like, oh, I I don't know if I can handle this. But we do know that some people are going to buy them and never open them. And that's sad. It's a little sad. Because you should, you know, if you're going to do that, you know, it comes in a four-pack, have two just so you can actually taste the, the beer inside. The brewers always go through a lot of work coming through with the recipes and the the story behind them. So brace the liquid that's inside, but then, you know, keep those other two for collector's items. I have to confess, I still have a few uh, unopened King Kirby ales, so yeah. I am I am a guilty party in that respect. <laughs> it's it's something that we fully acknowledge. I mean, it's we call it collector's edition for a reason. We're making small batches of it, and when it's gone, that's it. I mean, we uh, we are completely, from a distribution standpoint, sold out here, so we'll have... Some distributed here locally in the 518. We'll have some here at the brewery. Uh, We've sent it all out to our distributors, but that's it. There's no more in the fermenters. There's no more in the bright tanks. We're not going to be brewing any more of this beer. So once it's out into the market and sold out, that's going to be it. That's the the lovely point of the collector's edition. Well, talk to me a little bit about uh, labels, because one of the things I've always noticed with Schmaltz, you guys do a great job with the labels. You had some great stuff for the Kirby ones. Yep. The Star Trek ones are looking great. Talk yep. to me about a little bit of label design. So uh, we do all of our label designs in-house, which is, is a great benefit to have. Our creative director, Matt, is amazing when it comes to doing our label designs for everything. So every single label you see and box and... Uh, packaging and poster and all these things that you see are all made by one guy and he is the master. We're really fortunate to have somebody of his skill be a part of the Schmaltz team and you know he's been around the team for a long time and you can see because it's evolved and there but there's always that piece that you always you always know it's him and you know same thing with the Star Treks. You had some things you had to work with CBS with and saying you know here's what you can use here's what you can't use and so, they, so it always gave it a little bit of a challenge twist, but the labels are great. Uh, the Vulcan one is awesome. There's a artistic depiction of a Vulcan right on there. The other two have different images of the ship uh, on the labels, which is great. We haven't finalized the Strong L yet. We will, but we're trying to figure out what do we want to do with that. There's a couple ways you could go, but it's been a lot of fun to you know get to play with the uh, pop culture that is Star Trek and and 
you know, such of the iconic figures and images that you see of it into a beer packaging design. Eventually, there might be a time where we actually make a uh, pack of all of the different Star Trek beers we make. You know, do we make that an away team shuttle? Do we, you know, what do we do with that kind of packaging? But, you know, it's it's a fun problem to have of, you know, how can we make this even more exciting for somebody to want to pick up? But that always comes back to the quality. Because as much fun as the shtick is, as great as the packaging is, the artwork is, all that stuff, if you go to a store and you see it on a shelf and you're like, oh, that packaging's really funny, or I really like it, that's really cool, you're going to grab one. And then if you drink it and you're like, eh, it's not that good, you're not going to come back. The great thing about what we do here is our beer is so good, so high quality, that it makes you come back again and again. And what's cool is our packaging evolves. One of the packages that we get the most compliments are is our Funky Jubilation, which is a barrel-aged sour. Well, every year, we change it up a little bit. It's, a little, it's always the same. Uh, there's always the guy with the big afro and the Star of David glasses, but we always change up some aspect of it, so it's always a little bit different. We will be releasing our uh, formerly known as Death of the Contract Brewer. Now it's just called Death, a hoppy black ale. We're releasing that in the next couple of weeks, and it has completely new packaging on it. It's a colored sugar skull. It's really cool to see the evolution of our products just change. The recipes inside might not change, but the packaging does change. So you're always going to have that high-quality beer, but the packaging is going to have a different artistic feel, a different vibe to it that's going to make you want to come back, and actually not just for the beer, but for the packaging itself. You want to collect the labels. Well, uh, you got some big stuff coming up here with uh, Star Trek convention in New York City there. And I know you uh, unveiled the last one at, uh, at Comic-Con was part of it. So yeah. tell me a little bit about the interaction between fans, these sort of the, the hardcore fans yep. and, and the beer here. It's been really cool to see uh, people really embrace the product. Uh, the last release, the Trouble with Tribbles, we released it here at the brewery to coincide with the release of it at Comic-Con, which was also the premiere of Star Trek Beyond, uh, the new movie. It was really cool to see people come here right after work as soon as they could to get theirs because they were like, we have to have this. I have to have no other purpose than to just possess a piece of Star Trek. We had one individual who was here who bought the beer we gave him a box that had the word star trek on it uh we had a poster and just he was just so excited just to have all of this stuff from it and to us we were just like oh, that's great <laughs> like we're glad you enjoy it so much but you know people across the country we get calls every day of where can i get it i need to have it i have to have it i just got one today from an individual who's from alabama who was actually on vacation in new jersey who heard about the beers coming out and has called once last week once this week asking is it out yet am i going to be able to get it i'm leaving new jersey in a couple of days i know you don't distribute in alabama yet how can i get it <laughs> so i gave him some options but it it's amazing the the amount of traction that it's gotten just because of the word Star Trek. You know, it's, again, it's that iconic series. It's lasted for the original for 50 years, but through every iteration, the movie, Next Gen, Voyager, all the other ones, I mean, it's it's amazing how, you know, something that, you know, you look back at it today and you're like, oh, come on, it's so cheesy. Like, I can see the zipper. Um, <laughs> how you look at it now, but in its day was amazing and still lasts into today and still keeps gaining new people that 
are finding it for the first time and want to watch it again and again. It's one of those things that, you know, you don't think is ever going to go away because people, there's always going to be a new generation who's going to want to grab onto it and gravitate towards it. Fandom is a, a powerful force. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned this before. How do we get it? How does someone <laughs> get this beer uh, if they don't live in the capital region, if they're not somewhere where, uh, you know, that's locally within a few miles of here? Yeah. How does someone actually get get some of that Star Trek beer? So in the capital region and, and uh, a large part of New York, we are use uh, Saratoga Eagle as our distributor. They have some that they'll be sending out to different retail locations. Uh, we also have uh, this distributing out to, I believe, 25 states. Uh, I think 25 of our distributors picked it up uh, to send out to their different markets. If you ever uh, want to find out who the distributors are, you can go to our website, which is schmaltzbrewing.com. Go to the distributor page. Contact information for all of them is on there. So you can give them a call and find out exactly what locations the items are at. Because here, I mean, we're looking at the distributors and, you know, what's their volume, what they have going on, but we don't necessarily always know what retail locations are putting it out there but we also do have regional sales reps in a bunch of different areas across the country whose contact information is also on our website and you can contact them shoot them an email saying hey you know i'm a big star trek fan can you let me know where i might be able to find the beers uh do you are you hosting an event uh, that's going to highlight them or anything like that that was Greg Shanice of Schmaltz Brewing Company discussing their line of Star Trek beers honoring the Sci-Fi Saga's 50th anniversary this year. This has been Retcon, a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. Our producers are Jessica Blaustein Marshall and Patrick Garrett. I'm Rick Marshall. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe to Retcon via iTunes, Stitcher, or the Google Play Store and let us know what you think of it. Live long and prosper.